either the, the professor or the author. Please ask her now. I think the room is short. It's small enough that uh, we don't keep the mic. Which is that? Uh, what was your? Uh, what was the if, if you had you know for writing one can have any number of reasons, but for writing this particular book, what was the one driver that led uh, you to start and then you know, complete the book? Thank you, of course, to Professor for very nicely introducing the book to us. One, of course, the main reason that sustained me was my own fascination and bhakti towards Ram, actually. Without that, the book wouldn't have moved. See, looking at it from both angles, whether for Rama or against Rama, it was essentially the devotion towards him made it possible, I must say that. And then, at another level, it was also about uh, that the concern always that if somebody is not allowed to express themselves, what will happen to them? That could be as, as a child, you are not allowed to express your opinions as an individual. What happens to you and what form it takes, that, that suppression and repression, how it manifests. So that also was very, um, that drove me. Because I used to always think to myself, like, if I'm not allowed to say this, or I'm not allowed to speak this, or voice this, how will I feel? How will I react in the world? That got me moving at each page. Because if you see the novel is like a cat and mouse game. They are both, uh, you know, backing each other. In a very, in a very ordinary people, but even then they are backing. So that's what it is. Launching on such a light topic. That's true. But uh, of course, I, I, honestly, I'm not. Uh, I think even in India, if you're critical or if you, if people perceive that you're targeting. A community or B community, that's when people get upset. If you criticize largely, people don't come after you. Most people are, I think, in India are pretty decent. If they perceive that you are deliberately targeting their community, you know, whether any community it is, then that's when people uh, get upset. And in that sense, in the novel, there's nobody who's, uh, even the atheists are, they just are angry, but they are not uh, saying nasty things about anybody. So I'm assuming that I'm in safe ground. So, Is there anything more to there or uh, is it just part of the biggest story? 
Yeah, because uh, see, today if you see, I mean, because we all grow up uh, in the, as Professor said, the story of a woman getting kidnapped and the story of a woman getting disrobed. That's what our religious books are. You know, we're growing up in a very a-religious way, in a way. So, uh, and or else we think that people who are religious are either very fanatical or they're, you know, they're superstitious people. That's why they're turning to God. But here this boy is neither superstitious and nor is he ambitious. He is just, an, uh, he's just curious and as an innocent, that innocence is to only show that he doesn't have any agenda. That's why he's, it's almost a very naive kind of a person. Uh, uh, somebody told me that the hero is like an idiot. But I don't know whether that was uh, a positive thing or a negative thing, but he's a very ordinary and to, essentially to show the innocence that religious people are not, uh, you know, some thugs or something. Yeah. 